welcome to the Being Resilient Podcast with your host, Stephanie Olson. Hey, it's Stephanie Olson. Welcome to Being Resilient. This episode is going to be a little different because this was taken directly from a YouTube video that I did a while back. And so you can hear the nervousness in my voice because I'm talking about something that is really important to me, something that was kind of life-changing, something that was big. I'm talking about weight and eating disorders, and I'm talking about aging and just kind of being vulnerable. So here it is. That's why you'll hear a lot of YouTube references and things like that, but um, enjoy Trigger warning, there are some eating disorder things here, um, but uh, but listen in and uh, let me know what you think. Hey, my name is Stephanie Olson. I want to talk about some things. I, I'm, I'm a speaker. I run a nonprofit called the Set Me Free Project that does prevention education on human trafficking in the schools and uh, social media safety, healthy relationships, and we talk to everybody. But I don't want to talk about that today. I want to talk about me, and I want to talk a little bit about some of the challenges that I've had. And and I want to talk about this because I think so often women especially, um, men too, I am sure, so often you know, we, we have this image of what being young and beautiful and healthy looks like. And it is a real hard journey when you're young and your identity is in your looks and all, all those things. Aging can be tough. Just going to say it. So I want to talk about weight a little bit because, um, this is a really important topic to me. I spent years um, in eating disorders. When I was 14, I was anorexic. And then I became bulimic. And through my 20s, I would binge and purge and um, really struggled with my weight. And um, my I shouldn't say I didn't struggle with my weight, I struggled with my body image. I really struggled with my body image. And I wanted to look like the women in the magazines and all the things. And now we didn't have Instagram then, thank goodness, because that would have made it 10 times harder. But I really struggled with um, just wanting to have that ideal look that society said was ideal. And so I spent years really trying to battle um, my relationship with food. I always loved to work out, which I know makes me extremely weird, but I love it. And when I was in my 30s, I started running. And I loved to run. It just gave me those endorphins and all those things. I have struggled with some depression and um, things like that throughout my life. And there were a lot of things that that running did for me. Um, not only made me feel good about my body, uh, because I was running a lot and didn't have to worry about what I was eating. But it gave me that feeling of um, just really not work, not that feeling of, of endorphins and good stuff. When I was 30 ish, I had um, in my 30s, I had three kids and um, always bounce right back in in weight after my babies were born. And 
um, love my kids, love my husband, have a have a good life, but still really struggled with a relationship with food. It was always something I didn't have down and was in recovery from eating disorders for years. And although at this point I wasn't binging, I wasn't purging, I wasn't restricting a whole lot, um, still never maintained a strong relationship with food. That was always something I struggled with. And then in my, when I was 40, I ran my first and last full marathon, um, ran a lot of races before, but, um, and then when I was about 43 to 45, I can't remember how old I was, but I injured myself. And, um, I will tell you, I did the whole running thing really wrong. Um, didn't stretch enough, didn't really focus on my core strength and my back strength. And so, um, running as much as I did, I really messed up my knees and so really hurt myself and wasn't able to run anymore. And so during that time, you know, so in middle forties to 50, I'm trying to find some form of exercise that really gives me that lift that running did. Couldn't find it. Loved biking, but it it just wasn't as easy as, you know, just putting on your runners and then going out and doing it, it took a little bit more effort. <laughs> so I'm a lazy runner. I don't know. But that was something that was really difficult for me. And I really struggled finding something I loved. I, I was part of gyms and I would work out at home, but nothing that took place of running. And then I turned 50 years old. Now, here's what I'll tell you about aging. Kind of sucks. Um, but what sucked even more is that I wasn't willing to embrace it. People called me ma'am, I would get offended, even though I am a ma'am, technically. Um, but for some reason, that threw me for a loop. I didn't want people to know my age. So I wouldn't even mention my age. And I was just I was ashamed of being 50 years old. How sad is that? I was ashamed. And I really struggled with that. And that's when I started my depression really started to increase. And I started to started to really struggle with who I was, where I was in life. I wanted to be younger, but I wasn't, you know, you're starting to see new wrinkles and new things going on. And I was terrified. So what I do, I turned to my old friend, only this time, I started binging with no purging. I really struggled with binge eating disorder, binged and binged and binged. Now it wasn't every day and sometimes I would restrict, but what happens when you binge is that you gain weight. And so I gained 40 pounds. So from the time I was 50 to 52, 52 now, not ashamed to say that, but from the time I was 50 to 52, I gained 40 pounds. Now, that may not sound like a ton for some people. And for others, it may sound like a lot. I don't know. But on my frame, you could really tell. And for the first time, I had never been considered overweight. I had never been um, somebody that people would look at and say, wow, she needs to lose a couple pounds. Never. I had never been now 
I think BMI is kind of a bunch of crap, but I had never been over my BMI. All of a sudden, I was not only over my BMI, but I was overweight, I was 40 pounds, and it started to really affect my life. It started to affect how how I um, felt. Like I'd walk up the stairs and I was winded. Or, um, you know, I might go on a walk and it just felt like it was horrible. I mean, I really started struggling and started to feel, talk about pain in my knees, started to feel even worse. My knees hurt, my back hurt. I was like that old lady, like, oh, I got some pain in my knees. That's what I was like. And it started to really affect me. What it affected me more, though, in was not even just my body, but mentally, like it was messing with me. And so I started to look for some ways that I could lose weight. I was always looking for the things to lose weight. Um, I would fall for those stupid um, fat burning things. And I would spend money and buy all these fat burning things only to find out, okay, that didn't work. And I would try this diet and try that diet. And maybe, you know, maybe if I could just, I mean, seriously, I'm not kidding my mindset would go to maybe if I could just be anorexic again, maybe if I could just start purging again. I mean, this is the sickness that would go through my head. And then I found health at every size, or healthy at every size. And I found um, intuitive eating sounds like a great thing, right? For those of you who don't know intuitive eating, which is a book and actually a pretty good book um, that talks about eating when your body wants you to eat. So if you're hungry, eat. If you're hungry for cheesecake, eat cheesecake. If you're not hungry, don't eat. If your body tells you that you're satisfied, stop eating. I mean, it's really listening to your body and, t- and your body telling you to eat when you want to eat. And the science behind it is that you will crave things that are good for you. So if you're intuitive eating, you'll start to crave things that are healthy for you and that help your body if you're really listening to your body, which makes total sense. And I think it really does work if you start at day one, like born, and then keep going. But when you come out of eating disorders, intuitive eating is not all that intuitive. And so I started to follow some of these forums and health at every size. And I started to think, okay, these people are making sense, because I don't feel good about myself. And they're telling me I need to love myself no matter what size I am. And hey, not only that, I'm healthy at any size. And so not only should I not be unhappy that I gained my weight, I should be thrilled I've gained weight. And I shouldn't want to lose weight that messed me up. The health at every size movement is a great idea or body positivity, great idea. But when you're told that you're fat phobic, because you want to lose a couple pounds, I don't think that's healthy. So I started this toxic thinking and I started getting just messed up. Until one day, I am searching for ways to lose weight, not even to lose weight. I'm searching for ways to to get healthy, to figure it out. I knew 
I needed to be off the roller coaster of, of dieting and losing weight, of binging and not binging, binging and restricting, of buying um, stupid diet pills and then um, throwing them away because they don't work. And so I started uh, scouring through YouTube, believe it or not. I know, weird that a 52-year-old woman would look to YouTube for answers. <laughs> Especially, uh, I mean, I... I I'm a God believing woman, but I'm looking to YouTube for answers. But believe it or not, that's actually where I found some really good advice. And so I started listening um, to this guy. His name is John goes by obese to beast. And let me tell you, the kid changed my life. I'm not kidding you. So started, I don't know, I listened to something and they were talking about health at every size. And he was talking about health at every size and intuitive eating. And I thought, oh my gosh, he is making a ton of sense. Because he started talking about the fact that number one, you really can't be healthy at every size, right? I mean, if you're 40 pounds underweight, that's probably not healthy. If even if you're 40 pounds overweight, um, in your 20s, that might not be a big deal. But let me tell you, when you turn 50, being overweight can really affect you differently. And so I think it's really interesting that all these health at every size people are younger, and not experiencing those health issues. Just wait, just saying, just wait. So I started watching him. And I actually like I watched a current video. And then I was like, this guy knows his stuff. He, he lost you know, a ton of weight when he was 20 years old, and really put his life effort into helping people lose weight. So I started watching him from the very beginning, his first YouTube video, and I binged obese to beast until current. Now, let me just tell you, that's a good binge, right? So binged him and literally, um, this is not a commercial for obese to beast, but literally just changed the way just the conversations and the interviews and the the talking really started to change the way I looked at food. Then I found another YouTuber, um, PJ run fitness with PJ. I googled workouts for women over 50 found a lot of chair sitting workouts. Let me tell you. Now for someone like me who was pretty athletic, Working out in a chair, you know, unless you're lifting weights um, and lifting the chair, it's not so great. But I found PJ Run Fitness with PJ, and the woman also changed my life. Started doing her workouts, and let me tell you, workouts are specifically for women over four, women over forty. Although I'm sure some people who are under forty do those workouts because she is tough, man, you work out on her stuff, you're gonna see results. I don't care who you are, or how old you are. That woman knows how to work out. And so things started happening. Not only did my body start to change. But my relationship with food started to change. And more importantly, my mind started to change. I started to feel better about myself. I started to eat well, and not restrict. I mean, I don't stop myself from eating a piece of cheesecake if I want a piece of cheesecake. But I also don't eat five of them. And 
I started looking at food very differently. I started looking at my body differently. And not only that, but embracing the fact that I was older. Hey, guess what? I am 52. Think that beats the alternative, right? Not being 52 and not being around. And so I started to embrace the fact that I have earned 52. And I have earned where I am because of all the life I've lived. And that doesn't mean I need to stop or die. I'm not dead. I'm 52. And so I get to continue to make a difference in life. I get to continue to do the things I'm doing, only now be healthy and do those things. So I want to talk about this today because I think there's probably a lot of people who feel like me who aren't willing to talk about it um, or who just are embarrassed to talk about it or... You know, I love the people who can just embrace embrace it at all times, but I, th- I think there's a lot of us that struggle with that. So I just wanted to talk about that. And so here's what I would ask of you. Let's continue these conversations. I'm really doing this just because it's good for me to get it out. Um, but, you know, I had some YouTubers change my life. That's weird, but true. And so if I can help anybody, I want to do that. So here's what I ask of you. Be kind in the comments. I'm a person with feelings. So please be nice to me. Um, But also subscribe and ring that notification bell. I think I have like two subscribers. So if you could add to that, that'd be awesome. And um, yeah, let me know what you want to talk about. Let me know how you're feeling. And whether you're over 40 or not, um, what are some of the things that, that are holding you back from really making a difference in your own life. So I think we should make a difference. And yeah, let's talk about all the things. Thanks. Bye.